Hey there, Bulldogs, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Tassel. This is your host, Carla Quintanilla. I am a marketing major at the sales class of 2021, and I am so delighted to be hosting this podcast with the purpose of reconnecting with our alumni and informing current students like you about the endless possibilities beyond college. Prepare to be inspired through the incredible stories of our alumni and learn valuable insights from their career journey. We are here to help you spark your career curiosity and encourage you to begin exploring your future possibilities. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Tassel. Today, we have Caitlin Long as our uh, person that we're interviewing, our alumni from class of 2000 and, uh, 2012, excuse me, for undergrad, and Kate also pursued her uh, PA degree. Uh, she did the PA program and graduated in 2013. Uh, and I also had the opportunity to work with her this summer as one of her interns for her company, um, Team Lifelong Wellness LLC. So I'm very excited to just kind of learn the backstory of Kate today. Uh, so here we are with Kate. How are you, Kate? Thank you so much. Hi. For yeah, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited that I get to chat with you on this platform, and especially for our alumni and student community. This is awesome. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. And I know we, I know a lot about you, but I think it's good to to share your story and and you know how you got to where you are right now and all your accomplishments. And you know, also as a working mom, um, you're currently due very soon, which is super <laughs> exciting. And you have your lovely daughter. Uh, but anyways, uh, I think I'm super excited to just dive in. So why don't you go ahead and just tell us, you know, where you are right now in your career and what you've been doing. Um, thus far? Sure. So I'm a physician assistant certified and licensed in Pennsylvania, and I have been a PA since 2013. I started out in emergency medicine and then quickly dove into the world of ICU and acute care. I actually did a fellowship right after PA school in emergency and critical care at St. Luke's. So I worked there for several years, transitioned into oncology for a few years, including survivorship. But now I'm back to my home in the ICU. I work per diem, which means kind of you can craft your own shifts and schedule a little bit, which is definitely more flexible for our family. I do that at Lehigh Valley Pocono, which is a really neat environment. As you said, I am a business owner. I I'm the CEO, Chief Visionary Officer of our company, Team Lifelong Wellness. And I'm currently pursuing my PhD in leadership at Alvernia, where I also work in their business incubator, the Opaque Institute for Entrepreneurship and Economic Development, where I serve as the Fellow of Health Research and Innovation, which is really just a fancy title to say that I help with any of those fields especially with my science background. So I'm heavily involved with things like intellectual property, tech transfer, and anything biomedical or life science related. So it's a really cool mix of things. It sounds like a lot, but I am just loving being able to use both my clinical and creative brain. Yeah, that's so amazing. You definitely have a a full plate um, and it's just really cool. You've been able to kind of carve like you said, your, your creative side and then also, um, 
your medical background and work together. So um, I love to just kind of circle back to um, the sales and, and your studies as a student. Um, for many of the students right now pursuing their PA program, it kind of seems overwhelming, obviously, and it's a hard sure. um, uh, you know, field of study, but I wanna kind of learn about your approach and what first, what first, um, like what made you decide to then pursue the PA program? If this is something that you always considered since you enrolled at the sales, and just tell us a little bit why, a little bit more about why the sales was the best um, place for you. Sure. So when you're in high school and you're deciding, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up, and what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I think that's a really difficult decision to make. And I always knew I wanted to be in healthcare. I always knew I wanted to help people. I watched my mom growing up. She's actually a retired nurse, but she had worked in ICU and acute care her whole life and just loved hearing her stories. And she taught me so much in the field of medicine. And I, I actually wanted to be a doctor initially, not even knowing as a teenager what a physician assistant was. And then she told me about this thing called PA. I should look into it that she had said a lot of the doctors that she worked with, if they could go back in time, that that's what they would do. So that sounded neat to me. And I started to learn more about the profession that they would have similar autonomy and skill set as their physician counterparts who they're supervised by. But you're getting that degree in much less time, less debt. And the thing that appealed most to me was the better work-life balance. Mm. So that's really where that started. It was more exploratory. I did some shadowing and just really loved it. And when I started to look into different PA programs, DeSales has always had a top program, has 99% I mean, pass rates and probably higher at this point. But I grew up in Bethlehem, so I knew about DeSales. I've had friends who've gone through the program and even though at the time being a teenager, you know, I was like ready to leave home. I didn't want to be close to home. I just, when I visited DeSales, I really fell in love with that whole atmosphere. And as corny as it is, when you know, you know, so it felt like home. And I just, both the campus, the undergrad piece, and then meeting the PA and science professors that I'd be interacting with, it just, again, it really felt like home. So that was integral in my decision. Yeah. I think it's, um, I'm glad you mentioned the um, ability and availability as well to meet with um, the professors that you would be working with. I think for anyone that's listening that is, you know, is thinking about coming to the sales or, you know, is exploring the PA program, like definitely having to it and being able to interact with those people who you've been working with because there are other schools so maybe the, the professors don't really have the time but I know this sales makes that a priority I know um, in the business department we have Thomas Craig who sits down with them and says you know this is the business mm -hmm. department shows them all the resources um, I think it's really also convincing once you're you know a student and being on board of you know these are the people that I'm going to be working with and they're going to contribute to my growth in, in this program. So yeah, definitely. Um, so Kate, I know you mentioned um, one of the things that you value is the work-life balance. And I know like that is, you know, your, your passion and that's why 
you built, and we'll talk a little bit more about why you built Team Lifelong Wellness around that purpose to be able to not, um, you know, burn ourselves out. But um, I know that um, the PA program is a rigorous program, and I just wanted to uh, hear from you um, what was one of the most challenges things that you guys that you went through and how how would you recommend that students go about it if you could give us just some tips on on what you would recommend students to make sure they have that balance in in their student life of course so the most challenging part about the PA program was just keeping your eye on the prize meaning the long-term game so it means staying disciplined in those little moments, you know, when friends might be going out on evenings or during the week and you kind of have to, you have to study or you have to go to the library or whatever it may be. I think it's just like staying true to yourself and getting really crystal clear about those goals and priorities and who you want to be. So if your destination is that you really want to be a great physician assistant, then it helps make those decisions a little bit easier that you're sacrificing you know, friends or family time uh, for the short term, you know, so you can study, but gaining in the long term. So that's really one of the biggest takeaways that I think, you know, it is so challenging, but so worth it. And I think the other piece is finding my tribe really helped with this. So in the beginnings of my college career as an undergrad, trying to find the right people to surround myself with. I mean, I've met so many great people at the sales. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely loved my experience. But as we started to get deeper into the coursework, when I really found those people in my program, both undergraduate and graduate to connect with and bond with, who I knew would truly empower and support me, and we would do that for each other. Those are the ones that helped me through that process. And again, made that whole, all those challenges so worth it, all those obstacles, because they were inspirational or motivational. They were good influences. And I've heard this quote, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that's, that rings so true, especially as a college student, those are such formative years. So for me, that was really critical finding that tribe. I mean, those are the people that I still text every single week, Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're not, not only navigating being a PA, but being PAs in a pandemic world, as well as being moms now yeah. and dads and, you know, having all these new career opportunities, a lot of us getting into leadership. So it's really a neat experience and holding on to those people is so critical. Yeah. Our relationships, um, at school are very critical, especially when it's, um, something that's going to build uh, on your success and having those study groups are super helpful, that teamwork. And, you know, when you go on to your, your career um, for some places, you have to work on a team. So having the ability to build relationships um, personally and professionally is super important. I know like when I first started at the sales, um, I was very independent. Like I just wanted to do everything. And then I realized how helpful it was to have those friends and connections that kind of bring more ideas and then you are more diverse in in your in your work ethic I think yeah a hundred percent and then that's a really good point Carla I think not just relying on my PA friends but I lived with in my in the heights (laughs) shout out (laughs) I lived with 
um, people who were pre-law, who were in mm -hmm. marketing and business and other disciplines, as well as my boyfriend at the time, who, as you know, is now my husband yeah, and a father of almost two children here <laughs> as we uh, await uh, in the next few weeks here, baby number two. But um, he is an education major mm -hmm. and he's a teacher now. So I think having that network, even outside of your PA program through different clubs and other extracurricular activities, or networking in your classes is so key, but he was also someone who was so absolutely supportive through that whole process. And he, I would drag him to the library with me on an entire, we would spend an entire Sunday there in the library. And it's so funny now looking back like our library dates, but that was, it, it was just so key to surround yourself with people who were cheering you on. Yeah. So I had to give him a little shout out. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, well, can you, so, you know, you go, going on that topic of um, studying and, and everything and the work ethic um, on the other side of the coin, uh, do you have any advice for students that one are experiencing the PA program right now um, or somebody who's kind of, you know, about to jump into the program and is a little bit afraid about uh, burning burnout and um, just all of getting overwhelmed. Do you have any mm. tips on keeping yourself calm and avoiding burnout um, during your student years? Of course. So burnout is absolutely a humongous hot topic in the workplace as well as in academia. But for what I can say in the PA program and finding that balance, even when it seems impossible, is making sure that you're still taking care of yourself. And I know people kind of roll their eyes, like who has time for self-care when you're a student, especially a PA student, <laughs> but it's just making time for the little things that are going to help boost your mind, body, spirit, emotional health, all of those factors. So it's, you know, tuning in and knowing yourself building that self-awareness and utilizing the resources around you to become more mindful. So whether that's blocking out some time for meditation or yoga, or just getting outside, getting a walk on that beautiful campus, uh, that was something that I really love to do. You know, you can listen to uh, a lecture while you're outside, or you can study outside, get that sunshine. And the other resources on campus using the academic success center or the wellness center you know there's so many different resources for students now that are free right so I think it's just a matter of knowing where they are and using them to your advantage and then the other thing I would say is just getting really aggressive about time management and that can be a really hard concept when you're in undergrad and even in graduate school. And it's something that I still have to work at every single day. Mm -hmm. But I think what PA school helped me learn was how to get really intentional about where I was spending my time. It's not to say that I didn't have fun or you know didn't watch TV or any of those things, but it just, I was more intentional about, uh, intentional about where and when I did those things. So time blocking, using a calendar or planner and sticking to that, learning how to pace myself and rewrite notes and not cram for every single exam was key. And just coming up with systems that work for you. So not everyone studies the same, not everyone learns the same. So kind of recognizing what works for you specifically is really key as well.
Absolutely. So um, I know that's your main focus for Team Lifelong Wellness. So just tell us a little bit more that initiative, creating Team Lifelong Wellness, um, some of the things that um, you've been able to offer your clients. Um, so yeah, just tell us a little bit more. I think it would be interesting um, for students, you know, anywhere that you have the possibility to also be an entrepreneur in your career and kind of launch something that's your passion and something that's in your field aside from working for an employer. Yes. Oh my gosh. You said it so perfectly. So <laughs> Team Lifelong Wellness, we actually started it a couple years ago and it honestly was just because I loved fitness. I grew up an athlete and I wanted to figure out how to stay healthy myself. And it actually started out as Team Lifelong Fitness. I don't know if you knew that. That was the original oh. name. Yeah. So it was very fitness focused, more in like the weight loss and um, getting toned and exercising daily and learning how to eat right, which are all important things. But then as I started to grow in this business and started bringing people alongside of me, I realized it was so much bigger than that. So in the last few years, we've revamped the business. You had a big hand in that and created our own LLC. And now we help people, not just with fitness goals, but with any wellness goals. So we had talked about, you know, mind, body, spirit, emotion, even like financial business, you know, all those different areas of wellness and how to keep the whole person healthy, happy, and balanced. So you know, what started as just getting fit after we got married to stay accountable, it now has become this kind of movement of learning how to inspire, motivate and empower others for that almost that sustainable health. So not just for a quick fix, um, but really living healthy for the long haul. So we teach people to find balance and centeredness and live with purpose. So I am a certified yoga instructor and I incorporate a lot of those tools into my practice and with clients and with your help and some of our other amazing interns, we've been able to create this really amazing online workshop as well called Burnout to Balance. So speaking of burnout, that's something that I'm really passionate about because I don't want to sugarcoat it, but obviously being a physician assistant's a really hard job. And there have been times in my life where I did not have that balance and I did get burnt out and my health and my relationships suffered at that time. Now I stand before you really lucky and grateful because I was able to walk through that and out of it and into a life full of purpose and balance, but it wasn't always that easy. So my online workshop helps to teach people the tools that I use to create that life for myself and our family. Yeah. And um, that's something that is always going, it's a self-paced program that is always available right on your, on your website. It is. Yes. Yeah. So we do, we do have launch periods where we kind of go through it together as a team or cohort. So I, I offer it both in like one-on-one -on -one settings as well as corporate or academic, but um, yeah, anybody can take it at any point. It is self-paced. There's five modules and with an amazing PDF that I know you were so key in helping us create. So I'm so, so forever grateful for all your help, but it's, it's really neat. And we've had really great results with it that people truly have reported less burnout, stress, and overwhelm, and just so many better indicators of 
balance in their life. So that's, that's really why it's, it's so successful. Yeah, I think it's really cool that you, you've been able to kind of um, dive into your entrepreneurial spirit and, and launch this. I think it's super uh, important. And I think uh, it gives people who maybe, maybe they find out they are not, they don't want to do PA full time, they want to do part time and have some sort of side hustle that they can use the same uh, field of study and their passion to launch something um, that they're passionate about. So that's really, really neat. I've, I've loved working with Team, Life, Team Lifelong Wellness, and I think it's going to impact a lot of people in a really positive way. And it's a great timing because of the, the work, uh, the workplace changing with remote, mm -hmm. and like not being able to log off, even though you're home. So that's so awesome, Kate. And um, I know we're coming short here in our, in our podcast episode, but I think we're touching in some really really, really key points. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about um, what you've learned as a business owner. If you want to give some advice for anyone that might be thinking of launching uh, their own business after they graduate from the PA program or for any, or for any major in, in, you know, if we're speaking generally. Of course. Yeah. And, and that's, that's definitely takeaways that I've had, not only in my own business, but now working at a center for entrepreneurship. So mm -hmm. it's, I think the biggest thing for me is that being a business owner, it is so not linear and yeah. it's definitely a roller coaster at times. Whereas opposed to when I became a PA, it was such a structured pathway to become a PA. And even though patients are unpredictable, like we do medicine a certain way, usually the same way most days all the time, even though every patient's different, it's yeah. very, there's a lot of expectedness to it. Whereas a, a business owner, you always have to expect the unexpected. Yeah. So I think that's really the biggest piece is always being willing and ready to pivot and yeah. to try new things and be innovative. And really, if you are going to start a business or you're interested in entrepreneurship, I think make it something you're passionate about, something that you can provide value or give back. It's not to say that you know, if you're going into a retail space, you, you don't necessarily have to be absolutely passionate about uh, whatever it is that you're selling. But I hope that, you know, it is something that you feel that it, it gets that fire lit in you to want to get out of bed in the morning and want to show up every day. That's really what's going to sustain people for the long haul, as opposed to short-term endeavors. And a lot of entrepreneurs kind of quit up front because they don't necessarily uh have the patience really yeah. to put in put in the time or they're not willing to go through the ups and downs for that those growth periods but that's really where I've learned the most um yeah. I think understanding that entrepreneurship is a lot of failure until you get to the successful phase and a lot of people see the end result of successful entrepreneurs and think it's you know we can get there no problem but what they don't see is the behind the scenes of lots of ups and downs, but it's, it's been a great process. I'm learning so much. I still learn so much every day, even being years into the game. Yeah. So, and I think that just that passion for what I do is the sustainable piece. Yeah, of course. It's a journey. Um, and, and you, you learn, you just live and learn in that, in that process. Um, well, finally, Kate, I wanted to kind of end with, uh, your top three pieces of advice that I know you 
you know, just to reiterate um, something that you would maybe want to tell yourself to your younger self or, you know, any piece of advice for anyone that's listening that's, um, you know, interested in just knowing more about finding balance and finding purpose and intention in their endeavors. You could share sure. just top three <laughs> Absolutely. So I think number one would be have that patience and pace yourself. Mm-hmm. There are no heroes. There's no award for martyrdom. You know, workaholism is definitely a trait that I've, yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's definitely a trait that I've carried in the past. And it's not that it goes away, but I've recognized and reprioritized that work will always be there, but the people you love sadly might not be one day. So I think to take it just one day at a time, one moment at a time, living in the present is, is probably one of my top things. Uh, number two, going back to priorities. So I think always taking intentional time and being mindful about reassessing your goals, priorities, mission, vision, and, and your why regularly. Mm-hmm. So that, that that was a big piece for me for preventing, recognizing and intervening on my own burnout because I was able to go back to the reason why I became a PA in the first place or why I started a business in the first place. And then once I could come back to that core, those core values, then I was able to pivot and make decisions based on those things. So I would say absolutely reassess those and hold them close to your heart and follow them, trust them. And then number three would be lean on your tribe. So everybody always says, you know, especially when you become a mom, they say it takes a village, but that is so true because you can't do it alone. And quite frankly, when you try to, it's not pleasant. So I've been really lucky and blessed to be able to find other people who are driven like me or going in the same direction as me. And it's been so wonderful to just kind of wrap our arms around each other and support each other, cheer each other on, and just really leaning on them and finding that tribe. So those would be my top three things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us your story and your advice. I think it'll go a long way for um, those. uh, We haven't really, I don't really think we have interviewed any alumni in the PA program. Um, So this will be just good insight for them and for anyone um, that wants to maybe dive into that entrepreneurial side um, anywhere from whatever they graduated in. I know we've had some entrepreneurs that ended up doing a great uh, business um, out of their major. So thank you so much for sharing everything. And um, we're excited to see one, the baby. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, And also how team lifelong wellness grows as well as your career and hoping that everyone learns to find balance in each day and each season of their lives. So thank you so much. We will link your information on this um, description in this uh, episode but if anyone wants to reach out to, t- the Kate, to Kate I know she's on Instagram and LinkedIn right yeah Facebook or you can email at team lifelong wellness all one word at gmail.com perfect thank you so much Kate and I'll talk to you later thank you everyone to listen today and we'll see you on the next episode bye-bye thanks for having me bye <laughs> bye 
Thank you once again for tuning in to today's episode of Beyond the Tassel. It is our pride to present the success stories of our DeSales alumni via a podcast. If you are a DeSales alumni and would like to become a TSU mentor, you can contact melanie.valone at desales.edu. And if you are currently a DeSales student and would like to connect with an alumni in your field, you can contact kathy.kraus at desales.edu. Until next time, Bulldogs.